Hi, this is Eric Chase, afternoon host on Cumulus Media Toledo's Q105 and your host here for 68 Words with the Ability Center. In this episode, we, and I include myself in that, are going to learn about stable accounts. These are immensely stressful financial times for all of us, but even more so if you're living with a disability and you want to work, but you're concerned about losing any benefits. This episode, we'll have a co-host from the Ability Center, Katie Hunt-Thomas, Director of Advocacy, as we spend time and learn about stable accounts with Ohio Treasurer of State Robert Sprague and Mr. Kenyatta Chandler from his office. People, places, and spaces doing disability differently share first-hand experience in our podcast. Inspired by the 68 words that sparked the disability rights movement, learn where it started and what's next. Hi, my name is Stuart James and I'm the Executive Director here at the Ability Center and welcome to 68 Words. Welcome to another episode of 68 Words. Uh, we are so glad to have you here. We are happy to talk about and raise awareness about disability, whether it's employers or people sharing their stories to empower and inspire. Today, we might get a little technical, but that's why we have Katie Hunt-Thomas from the Ability Center uh, wired in here to speak as we have Kenyatta Chandler, also uh, Treasurer of, uh, of Ohio, Robert Sprague. Did I get everybody's name right to start? Correct. Perfect, perfect, perfect. We are going to inform you, and I'm going to learn a lot today, about stable accounts. One of the things that we haven't touched a whole lot on on our podcast here on 68 Words in the Episodes is, hey, how do you pay your bills if you're not working a whole lot? We've had a couple of people visit who don't work, um, and we want to fill in some of the blanks there so that you can work, but also keep a lot of the assistance that you are getting, and deservedly so. Uh, First up, Katie Hunt-Thomas, my co-host here from the Ability Center. What is your role there and what can you uh, kind of give us a preface of what stable is? Uh, sure. Yeah. So I am the uh, director of advocacy and the attorney at the Ability Center. Um, I can say one of the things that comes up a lot when we're talking to folks um, is uh, what's called a benefits informally. So a lot of folks with disabilities receive uh, medical um, and cash benefits um, because of their disability from the government. Um, And um, even though they would like to work, they're really concerned about losing especially their health benefits um, if they're planning on getting to work. So um, one of our, uh, one of the things that um, the government has done to try and help with that benefits cliff is um, they've created this mechanism for folks with disabilities to be able to work, uh, to save money, um, and to not lose benefits. Um, so I think as part, of, even as part of our advocacy program, we're really excited um, to have our um, Ohio Treasurer of State Robert Sprague here today, um, and members of his staff to, to talk more about how people can get um, involved in using those tools, and then. Um, and also, you know, what what are the details? Um, how does somebody get signed up? And then how can they use the money? What can they save? Um, we're just trying to get the word out there so that folks who feel themselves um, up against that benefits cliff um, are able to use this tool in Ohio and um, and are able to work if, if that's something that they're able to do. Uh, Kenyatta, Mr. Chandler, your, your role in the treasurer's office, if you would. Yes, I am the director of Stable Account. Uh, Stable Account is Ohio's uh, ABLE program, and ABLE stands for Achieving a Better Life Experience. 
Love it. Um, Mr. Treasurer, uh, welcome to the conversation. Thank you for taking the time to be a part of such an important topic. Um, having a disability, living with a disability is challenging enough. And in these very uncertain financial times that we are all living in, it makes it that much more important to get information like this out. Could you give us a little bit of the history uh, of Stable and how it came about and then dive into what your thoughts are on it and your perspective? Sure. Well, I mean, just a little bit of history. It really was achieved uh, by people here in the state of Ohio who had a great idea. Um, that they, they said, look, I mean, uh, right now, if, if uh, I have more than $2,000 of assets in my name, this was particularly true of a family down in Cincinnati, and they had a daughter who, uh, who they wanted to be able to see go out and live and work in the community and live independently, even though she has Down syndrome. And so they said, well, it's not fair that, you know, if we have, if there's more than $2,000 of assets in her name, that she's going to be denied Medicaid benefits as obviously a critical benefit. And so they started down this path of talking about this at the national level. And, uh, and eventually the ABLE Act was passed. And as Kenyatta said, it's for achieving a better life experience. That's the acronym. And but what it is really about, and I thought Katie did a great job of describing it, um, is making sure that you don't have um, benefits taken away, that whether it's SSI or Social Security or Medicaid benefits, if you would like to uh, live and work out in the community. Quick question before I slide it over to Katie for more questions. Uh, was this modeled after anything, whether it's around the globe, around the country, different counties? Where did this idea generate from other than it, it needing to be done? I think that it was really demand, and it's under the 529 program, which is kind of like a college savings account. And so one of the things that we talk about with families is, is this is a very safe product to use. Uh, it's easy to use, and Kenyatta can tell you how to sign up for it. It's easy to sign up for, but it's something that's tried and true. You can put $17,000 into, into the stable account without jeopardizing your, your federal assistance. And if you're employed, you can also put an additional $13,590 into the account. Um, and I think that one of the best examples of this, if I could, is just uh, that I heard a story of a young lady who was living with a, a developmental disability who was living at home with mom and dad. And she decided that she wanted to get out in the community. And so she took a job uh, with a local deli. And so she goes there uh, at noon for the, for the lunch crowd, the lunch rush. And then in the afternoon, she now works at the YMCA. And now, instead of living with mom and dad, she actually lives in her own apartment with some friends. And it has provided her an incredible amount of not just freedom and opportunity, but also the ability to have great relationships at her workplaces and a lot, new, a lot of new friends. And so, you know, that's a tremendous part of the story. Kenyatta, I know you wanted to jump in. I'm going to come to you in one second. But Katie, if I could have you make a note, I would love to find a local person like that who we could have on the podcast. We'll do a part two of this and get that person's perspective. Because, Mr. Sprague, that sounds like a wonderful story and somebody I'd really like to talk to. Mm -hmm. Kenyatta, your perspective. You want to hop in? Yeah, exactly what, uh, you know, kind of uh, telling off of Treasurer Sprague. Uh, yes, definitely the concept uh, came from the perspective of a savings and investing uh, similar to a college savings. Um, as uh, Treasurer said, a 529 program. Um, and the great thing about an ABLE account is that you can also use those funds for educational purposes. And I'll talk a little bit later about some of the other uh, eligible expenses, but in, in particular, just to tie in that uh, 
that similarities to a college savings uh, account. Um, a, an ABLE account can also uh, pay for uh, educational expenses. I think, so I'm, I'm not sure the best person uh, to answer this, but I'm just gonna ask a few questions to, to clarify some of the details and you know whoever um, is the best person to answer, feel free to jump in. So you've talked about this a little bit, but can you just clarify for folks what type of benefits um, you know would 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 um, would people be able to keep through uh, opening a stable account? Sure, um, I, I can take that uh, take that question. Um, Medicaid is is one of the uh, benefits that if an account holder has a um, uh, funds, they can continue to um, have their Medicaid benefits. Also, supplemental security in- income. Uh, better known as SSI, uh, Social Security Disability Insurance, known as SSDI, and other means-tested benefits, as you know, uh, SNAP uh, is, is another example of, of one of those um, means-tested benefits. Wonderful. And are there any limits to how much can be saved? Absolutely. Um, so for annual contributions there are there is a limit uh, and as uh, treasurer spread mentioned earlier there is a seventeen thousand dollar annual contribution limit which great news as of january 1st of this year it was an increase of a thousand dollars and that has happened i will say over the last six or seven years there's been incremental increases in that uh contribution limit um also um there is the able to work act which allows for individuals that have a stable account and also are employed can contribute an additional thirteen thousand nine hundred um, sorry, thirteen thousand five hundred ninety into a stable account for a total of thirty thousand five hundred ninety. Also, which would be great, um, there is a lifetime balance limit of five hundred twenty-three thousand dollars. Which means, once you reach that five hundred twenty-three thousand dollars, there is not an additional contribution you can make. If you pay down, you can also go back to that five twenty-three. So those are the limits for um, a, a a a stable account. Now, I will add. Um, there is a limit that would impact your SSI, your Supplemental Security Insurance, and that is a $100,000 limit before your SSI would be impacted. And once again, that is a limit. If you spend down, you will be able to uh, re-engage your SSI benefits. If I could hop in and ask a question briefly, because I hope we've gathered people's attention and some ears are perked up. Uh, Treasurer Sprague, this is a lot of information. And if I am interested, uh, this could be quite overwhelming. So what's the best way to go about finding out if I'm eligible? And then also something else, is there anyone that can help me through this process? Well, uh, we've got a great team on our stable account led by Kenyatta Chandler. And uh, Director Chandler could certainly help somebody if they want to call our office or you can go to www.stableaccount.com and you can visit our website and find out about the rules and the benefits and the limitations and also sign up for an account it's very easy you can do it online uh, and it doesn't take too much time that probably is the best way to find out more uh, more detail about about these accounts Excellent. Katie? I think, you know, folks are would also be wondering, and I think that maybe this message is for um, Mr. Chandler, but are there any limits to how money that uh, is kept in a stable account can be spent? There are um, 
limits and uh, the money must be spent on what's called a qualified disability expense. And that's a very official term, but uh, what those qualified expenses are, they're geared to improving health, independence, and quality of life for that individual with a disability. Kenyatta, if, if I could ask, uh, one of the things that hit me when I was going over all this material, stable and what we're talking about, sounds a little bit what some people might be familiar with, like a health savings account. Uh, as you just alluded to, when my employer puts some money into that account, I cannot buy PlayStation games, but I can buy things for my health, correct? Would you say that there's some similarities between all of this? Uh, very, it's very similar. Um, and, and I can give you, we'll say, just a, a handful of, of uh, examples of eligibility. Eligible expenses. So, um, you know, expenses like housing and rent, um, overall general, let's say, living expenses, as I mentioned before, education, uh, transportation, employment training and support, assistive technology, financial management, administrative services, legal fees, and in some cases, um, you know, funeral, bureau uh, cost, and, and, and other, um, we'll say, end of life expenses. Katie, I know you wanted to ask about some example. Uh, I'm sorry, um, um, how often you can use the money in the account, correct? Yes, uh, how often can you use the money in the account? There is no limits on how many times you can make withdrawals from the account. Another question, I guess, as we're in that time of year, what about tax consequences for any of this? Yes, um, if if your money is spent in your stable account is used for, as I said, the, the qualified disability expenses, it will not be counted as income for your state or federal taxes. If a purchase or any other expense does not qualify as an eligible expense, you may have to pay taxes and a, um, a tax penalty on the interest portion that you spent. If I could jump ahead just a little bit because of the interesting nature of all this, and I had asked earlier if this is any other places. Uh, Treasurer Sprague, what is the future with this, with Stable? Uh, are there any challenges in the near term, or where do you see the growth for this even helping more people in the long term? Well, I think there's a, a couple of opportunities for growth. Uh, the first is the Stable Age Adjustment Act, and I may let Kenyatta tell you about the details of that, but uh, Kenyatta, maybe you could tell everybody a little bit about um, the cutoff right now in terms of the age and then where it's going to be um, over the next few years here in terms of eligibility as to the onset, the age of onset of the disability. Absolutely. And, and, and I will frame this around the, the current eligibility requirements because I think that's very important to understand. Um, so currently, um, the eligibility for a stable count uh, the beneficiary must be blind or have a medically uh, determinable physical or mental impairment that results in a marked or severe functional limitation, such as um, being developed before the age of 26 and will last or has lasted for a year. So I know it's a lot of information, but from a general perspective, an individual with a disability that occurred prior to the age of 26. Now, as uh, Treasurer Sprague just mentioned, a great uh, addition to the program uh, just was passed from a federal level in December of 2022, uh, where that age has increased from 26 to 46, which is a was it it, it opens this uh, option for for a, a very large population. Now, this uh, federal act, it's the Able Age Adjustment Act will uh, be in place starting January 1st, 2026. So we have some time, but it gives us an opportunity to market, to explain the benefits, 
and to also um, talk to some of the um, uh, uh, certain communities that historically have not been able to participate because of that age limitation. Something that uh, we have quite often here in our area, um, we're 10 minutes from Michigan. Uh, is there something, is there any challenges, hurdles, if I work in Michigan, but I want to take it, and that's where most of my income is coming, and I want to take advantage of stable here in Ohio? Great question. Uh, stable is a national plan. What Great. that means is that we have account owners in all 50 states. Any individual can have a stable account across the country. I'm thinking uh, like 401ks. There's no penalties as these would travel along and follow with you, correct? That is correct. Do you have a wish list? Uh, I'll ask this to Treasurer Sprague. Is there a wish list? If you could snap your fingers and maybe add something to this. it's. Uh, I know we talked about something coming down the pike in 2026. Are there any other additions that you'd like to see with this program that might help even more people? I, I think that the, the key here really, Eric, is we would just love to see more people take advantage of this program. Uh, when I started in the treasurer's office four years ago, we had about 9,000 uh, account holders, and that's important to us because we know that it made a difference in 9,000 people's lives. And today, we now have 32,000 active account holders. So we know that there are 32,000 families that we help here in the state of Ohio and around the United States through our stable account program. Uh, and we've tried various things to to get the word out about this because we feel like it's a valuable product, but we also feel like the freedom and opportunity that the stable account gives people is inc- is, uh, is priceless. And, uh, and so we're trying to, to get the word out to families. We have had a challenge in the past and that sometimes uh, if mom is coming to a seminar, she'll actually go to, you know, and ask us questions and see what kind of responses she gets. And then she'll go to another seminar and ask our team the same questions to see if she gets the same response just to make sure that this is a real product and a real thing uh, and that it's safe to use. And what I would say is that, you know, 32,000 other families can't be wrong and 32,000 other individuals can't be wrong. It's something that is tried and true. It's a safe uh, and it's a great financial product to increase your opportunity and flexibility and freedom as an individual and as a family. And uh, so if, if I had one request, it would be that we just are able to get the word out to more people about this uh, great opportunity. We thank you for uh, for allowing us the opportunity to do just that. I just have one more question. But Katie, do you have anything you want to follow up with the, gen- with the gentleman? Uh, well, this is actually sort of a, a plug um, for the Ability Center. But Please. we do have a lunch and learn um, on stable accounts uh, on March 30th, uh, where a representative of um, Treasurer Sprague's office will be coming um, to the Ability Center um, and talking about stable accounts. Um, it's from 11 to 12 on March 30th. So if anybody's listening and they piqued their interest, like you said, this is a very technical thing. So um, can be a little confusing at first blush um, and they have some questions. Um, they can feel free to join us on March 30th from 11 to 12 uh, to talk a little bit more about stable accounts. Excellent. Uh, Mr. Chandler, Mr. Sprague, thank you so much for your time. Anything else that you'd like to throw out there about anything at all with the stable program or if you just want to wrap up with a go Buckeyes or something like that. Go ahead. I, I, I was going to say, I was going to say from the, the same perspective of uh, the outreach, uh, we are um, reaching all corners of the state of Ohio and ensuring that we have uh, the ability to communicate not only with 
individuals with disabilities, but families, businesses, and communities. Um, this is a strategic partnership across the state, and we, we enjoy having the opportunity to talk about the great benefits of this uh, program in the state of Ohio. Uh, social media links, website links, phone numbers of anything, you could throw those out, Mr. Chandler. I will say uh, there are both uh, a Facebook and then also um, a, a great website, and, and that's truly where we focus in because it gives us gives the potential account owner uh, great resources. So once again, I am going to uh, repeat our website. That is www.stableaccount.com www.stableaccount.com Excellent. Uh, Treasurer Sprague, any final thoughts? And again, I thank you so much for your time. This was very enlightening. No, thank you, Eric. And I do want to, I have one final thought, and, and that is that we're very grateful for Katie and the Ability Center, what they're doing for individuals in the greater Toledo area, and also uh, their partnership with our office to get the word out about stable accounts, but perhaps more importantly, what they're doing uh, for the people there in Toledo. And so we just want to really appreciate our appreciation for the Ability Center. And Katie, thank you for having us on today. <laughs> we appreciate you guys joining us and being willing to be on our podcast and then also uh, being willing to help us with a lunch and learn to get the news out. This is Chief Armstrong of Toledo Fire and Rescue. 68 Words has been a production of the Ability Center, hosted by Cumulus Media's Eric Chase. Engineering provided by Will Mellon and executive produced by Mallory Crooks. If you, your group, organization, or business is interested in hosting a disability awareness experience or have other inquiries, please contact info at abilitycenter.org. Until next time, think differently. Think differently. Think differently.